crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events, with one focused on funny and one informing. Will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to episode 165 and the first one of the year of Funny to Informing. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. That's me. I'm me. You're you. We're us. Yeah. And for we another w- year. We want to ring in the, the year with lots of stuff for you and uh, plenty to get to. We have the Digi here's in the back half. Uh, we're starting regular with that up again with the for the year. Yep. Uh, pizza's pick. Pizza's pick. What's up, What's Doc? Up, Doc? Tuttle's Tuttle 10. 10. Oh, we got it all. We, it's a full show. Yeah. I'm starting it off heavy. I well, it's a heavy flow year. <laughs> I started the year on a heavy fucking flow, dude. I'm you did already off. You to needed a, a, a drunken Tampax super in your esophagus. I'm off to a rough start, dude. <laughs> Soak up it's that not, mess. Not looking great. So is that where we're gonna kick it off? I mean, it is New Year's here. Let's start it off with a little chink chink. Yeah, no, wow. That's that was racist. <laughs> Let's start it off with a little cheers noise. I don't want to make that sound. We'll just do it itself. Yeah, that yeah. That was weak. A couple of beer bottles here, but wasn't our best. I felt like, yeah, why not start it with some uh, New Year's Eve and uh, talk of, you know, what what we do? What'd you do for New Year's Eve, John Hannon? Uh, well, for, I'll let you know straight off, like off the bat, I slept through midnight. I was already done before midnight. Where you, yeah, so John, John dropped before the ball. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Dude. <laughs> okay, maybe did. maybe it's best I tell what you did for New Year's then. Well, because if you ask me what I did, mm-hmm. I don't fully remember. Oh, no? I went. I went to Cavos. I yep. was having a good old time. Yep. Um, was drinks were flowing. Started out a bit uneventful for me because I was working at Cavos at the time. I was hanging out with um, you know, our, our buddy Thomas. Yep, friend hey. of the show who doesn't listen to the show or probably even know we do a show. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, featured from one of our famous rap songs. That John and I made featuring Josh Pinkman and uh, Tomas Higgins. Um, yeah, he raps about having no neck. Yes, no neck rapper Tomas. Yeah. <laughs> yes, DJ Tomas. But uh, uh, yeah, so my, again, mine was uneventful. I was up there working and John, uh, John, I think John's girl had to work. So he was like at home alone and he was like, oh, fuck it. Like, I'll come up there. I was getting off at 11, 1130. So John's plan was I'll come up there and hang out until you get off. And then we'll ring in the new year together at Cabo's with the crew. I didn't realize I was going to go so hard so fast. Yeah, he showed up. Uh, well, okay. My, full disclosure. Let's just I'll, let's let's recall the events of the evening. I'll okay. recall what you cannot. Uh, but he shows up. I know you remember this part, John. You show up um, to a bar on New Year's Eve to a New Year's Eve party at a bar pre-gaming with an entire full bottle of proper 12 that we are finishing off here for the show oh well yeah yeah i I mean i bought that for us and you know once you got out i didn't know what we were going to be getting into so i just bought that kind of just in case yeah and he was like well i'm going to take a couple hits before i get there it'll keep me from having to buy you know 40 dollars in drinks i'll do 20 dollars, you know or whatever the case may be save a little bit of money he was 
It's not like he was like sneaking the bottle in and trying to hit it in the bathroom at Cabo's just, and I not just, buy drinks. I, I just like, I, admittedly, I can admit this. I, I got a little out of control. I was kind of hit it a few more times know, than like, planned. I don't know, like if people see Letter Kenny or have ever watched it, but there's an episode where Wayne is like he has whiskey in one hand, a cigarette. And then a beer and the other. So he does the whiskey, he does a beer, and then he smokes a cigarette. And then he maybe like five seconds later, he swigs the whiskey, drinks the beer, smokes a puff of his cigarette. Right. This is like a chain reaction and, over and over again. And I was, that's what I was kind of doing when I had first gotten there. You know, I wanted to start having a good time and beer, feeling whiskey, good. Beer, whiskey, beer, whiskey, yeah. beer, whiskey. My girlfriend working got, had me upset and I, I was already a little tired from working during the day and then editing to get the show out because it was the, that was that Oh, day. that's right. You dropped our New Year's it's show that been, day. Oh, I've been... That's right. I, well, I don't remember the last two weeks. So he shows up and uh, he's like, yo, I brought this bottle. Like, uh, come out back. And I come out back and I'm like, hey, appreciate it. So I just take a little swig. And, you know, I'm in a kitchen dealing with knives and heat and stuff. So and I'm not going to get fucking hammered on my, you know, on my bosses. Uh, they're great people. I wouldn't do that to them. But I took a couple like, little pulls off the bottle you know, just to loosen up. It was going getting towards the end of the night. And I told John, like, just throw that, you know, throw this back in your car and uh, and go, you know, chill at the bar. And uh, I'll be off. I'll be out here in like an hour. And we'll hang out for the last 30 minutes, you know, of 2020 and watch the ball drop and ring it in. Uh, our homie DJ Digi was there uh, DJing that night. So Good it was guy. really, it was a great guy. I love that guy. And, you know, the crowd, it was a really cool crowd and shit, like really cool people. It wasn't overcrowded. You know, it's like everybody wasn't up and standing around all elbows to assholes and shit, you know. No, and to have like hors d'oeuvres going around was very cool. That was cool, right? It's not what I thought you were texting to me because I didn't know that that's how you spelled <laughs> I spelled that. the word hors d'oeuvres and John's uh, English major, as he likes to remind I'm us like, all the time. I'm like, whore divorce? I was like, what's a whore's divorce? A divorcing whore? Are we divorcing whores? And I was like, ooh, dad joke. Uh, that's fine. You're practicing for later. And uh, I didn't know what it was. So John sits there and just he just goes too fucking hard while I'm in the back wrapping up, cleaning up the kitchen and shit. And I'm literally the kitchen is closed. We've been and I'm fucking literally cleaning off the grill. I'm fucking leaned over this grill, sweating with steam and cleaner and shit all over it. And fucking the bartender D, our boy up there, comes in the back and yells my name, Coleman. And I thought he was fucking with me. I turn around and I see him and he's got John under his arm. He's like, he's got his arm around John and his other hand is like hard squeezing on John's bicep. And I can tell he's like holding him up. It's like weekend at Bernie's, John. That's what it was oh, like. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's like weekend at Bernie's. And I thought they were, you know, I thought D was like, they were like, hey, let's go fuck with Coleman. I'm going to like act like I'm throwing you out, right? And I was like, I thought he was like dragging you to the back door to throw you out of the restaurant. And he's like, Coleman. And I look around, I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Oh, John, John, John. I get over there, and I'm like, come on, let's take him out back in case he needs a brown bag. Dude, I hadn't eaten anything. Yeah, he had nothing to throw up, so there's no worry there. And so we take him out back, and we set him in a chair, and... uh and I'm like, don't worry about it, D. I got him. I'm going to finish cleaning the kitchen. I'm done in 15 minutes. I surprisingly didn't puke. No, no puking. Did I not? You had nothing to okay. puke. I didn't see any puke anywhere. I'm, I had a forgetful evening, so, so I don't know. At this point, he's pretty much done. He's not remembering shit. But he did pay <laughs> his tab and all that shit. Like, he got out of there, you know. He, you know, he I had under aid. He under aid by him, you know, with help. He got out of there. I feel, and I do apologize to the entire staff that oh, was working. Oh, I already talked to him, and, and I told to him. I told, like I told you, just make it up to him. Tell him next time. But they were all like, man, it was no big deal. Like, it's not like you like puked everywhere or were an asshole or, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't get thrown out. Yeah, and it's going it to sound selfish, but like, I'm glad that I was surrounded by friends and people who are, that like, if if something like that were to happen, they're not going to take advantage of me, but they're no. going to actually help me. Absolutely. You know? and, and that's I, what they did. And they weren't mad at you. And that's, yeah. and, and you know, part of that is because they know you, you know, it's like your cheers. They know who John is. They all call you by name. But that's, you a know, selfish, all of them. That's but, a selfish thought, too. No, but also, I will say this for the, the crew over there at Cavos, 
whether I work there or not, they're just all good people. And like, that's just how they operate anyway. Unless you're being a fucking asshole and causing some type of drama where you have to get physically thrown the fuck out of there, or be treated well, horribly. When they I don't st- treat anybody horribly. They're going to look out for you. When I stood up out of my stool, I bumped into somebody. Yeah. I was. Woo-hoo. But everybody it, was cool. It like, kind of no, hit no me. No shit started or whatever. I just got like real flush for a second. So we put you in, in a chair out back and I'm in, like I said, in the middle of cleaning the fucking kitchen. So I give you a big glass of water and a bunch of those, a handful of those hors d'oeuvres. And I'm like, yo, you need all this in you. Put these fucking food bits in you and fucking put this big ass cup of ice water in you. Start soaking this up, man. This is what you need. I just ate a few and you cigarette were just sticks. Like, I'm hungry. So you lit a <laughs> cigarette and you had a hard time lighting it. Like you couldn't get the lighter to match up with the end of the cigarette. So your depth perception was all fucked up. And uh, so I go back in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, you know, 10 minutes. I'm going to finish up. I'll be back out here to check on him. D comes back about five minutes after I left you the last time. And he's like, yo, how's John? Is he okay? I'm like, yeah, I just left him, man. Let's go out there. So we go out back. You're fucking gone. Ghosted. So I, I don't know yelling. where I went. You, you, I no you went looking for your car. You went looking for your car, apparently. Oh, my God. Because you came back. Yeah, Why you would came I do back. That? I, because that's how fucked up you were. You didn't think. You know, thank God you couldn't find it or whatever. But yeah, you went looking for your car. Thank God I called you. You fucking, you were like, you know, uh, you stumble mumbled somehow. A, you answered your phone. I was surprised. And B, you stumble mumbled you were looking for your car. And I pretty much was like, just come back here, man. Let's party for the new year. And then we'll worry about getting you home. And you were like, somehow that, it, between not finding your car and being enticed by my offer, you came back and I we I got off work and I fucking made you give me your phone and I ordered you an Uber. Yeah, and there was like a photo on my phone. I don't know who took a picture <laughs> of, of my check for me. I don't know what. The, yeah, so I was trying to piece everything together and it was eating away at me. And then you were like, "I I want to save it for the show. I want to tell you how it yeah. was on the show because I, I didn't remember." Any I just of wanted it. to officially award you here on the show the title of last person officially drunkenly walked out of Cavo's twenty twenty. I know. That is your distinction. Uh, you were the... So, you know, I mean, I'm sure... And I, and I think everybody kept it chill, so nobody has officially been walked, drunkenly walked out of there for 2021 yet. So if we go party up there, maybe you can bookend it, take both titles. Be the first one, Be the first too. one for 2021 and the last one of 2020. Oh, if I'm upset enough, I think I can get there. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, if I'm sad drinking, let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah. No, and I mean, God, thanks so much for, you know... Everybody just being able to tolerate me on that day. It's not, uh, it's embarrassing, you know, for me. Yeah, so shit happens. Shit happens. Uh, it, again, it wasn't that uh, much. They just kind of walked you to the back. Thank God they were like, hey, his people are here. <laughs> Put him on Coleman. Coleman's on the clock. Coleman, deal with your boy. <laughs> like, yeah, wow. So I, you know, I made sure you were taken care of. Um, and then, you know, again, what started as an uneventful night ended as a, you know, kind of eventful. You know, it was really chill. Like I said, I got John home right as I was getting off work. I clocked out. I sat at the bar, started having a few myself. I didn't go too crazy because I had to turn around and open the next day. My boss loves me and made me clopin on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And um, clopin, wow, yeah, that's a restaurant term. I, I haven't Close heard open. it in a while. You never, yeah, yeah. There you it's go. Been it's a, a restaurant term. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I clopin, and but because of that, I kept it in check. But I hung with Digi for a bit. He started spending some some jams for me, some Outcast because he knows I had jammed to that shit. And uh, it was just a really good time. The crew that was there, even though, you know, sans John, because he fucking got drunkenly walked out. But uh, I went the crew that was fast. left and was there for the countdown, it was cool. It was good to spend it with, you know, some work acquaintances and, uh, you know, some friendly faces from downtown Orlando. Yeah. And, well, and I stumbled out of my Uber. I had a good rating. So I was like, <laughs> so I don't think I puked in the, car, the Uber or anything like that. Nope. Uh, I, well, I made I, sure I picked one that well, had the amenities listed brown bag. I weirdly, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. I, I weirdly had 
had like um like that's what I remember more than leaving Cabos is I remember more of home. getting home. Yeah, yeah because yeah. like I put, I got let myself in the door. Like I remember being tired, but I started to feel a little bit better. And I don't know if it's like eating and drinking the water and stuff, and right? Sitting down, you know, because I I hadn't eaten <laughs> yeah. and I was. I'd recommend that. <laughs> I, don't I don't see know. why you were standing. Like no need to be standing. <laughs> like walk, and then when you're not walking. Don't be standing. Yeah. Uh, cheers. Thank you for, for that. It was... Um, no problem. Like I, would, I told you, man. I, I had your back. I would say it was unforgettable, but it was <laughs> super forgetful for me. And forgettable. That's, and that's, that's what they say. <laughs> that's how I felt like 2020 needed to go out. I felt like that was the way to yeah, end Yeah, just it. burn it away with those brain cells. As sloppily as I got through it. Been there, done that, man. Not maybe so much on New Year's Day. Like I said, I, I'm not more of a, I'm less of a holiday guy and more of a, well, let's forget a Wednesday night. Like <laughs> I have weird like times and, and dates that where I do that. But uh the yeah. under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to get away from that more and that's what I told you to. Like uh let's uh let's maybe resolve a little in the new year to uh better ourselves. At least me. No, do no, some no. Of that I less and less. It's, you do whatever you want, you're still young. It's nights like that that kind of wake you up a little bit, you know, and you're like, Whoa, I need to right? tone it down. Yeah. Uh, well, like I told it famously on this show after the Christmas party at work last year, I for it spent two months repiecing my evening with my coworker. Yeah. Who I had no idea knew so many details. And I was like, dude, what? You just gotta give me the breakdown. Dude, what you, was I doing at ten thirty? Like you, what was I doing at eleven? I feel so good now that like knowing or being able to know more of what happened that night. And yeah. then even as you're telling me some stuff, it's starting to come back in my head, like, oh yeah, that like that did happen and yeah. I remember that. So and I feel so much better because it was like eating me alive, not knowing what happened. Oh well yeah, you wake up and you're like, What? Yeah. Oh where's my car? How did I get home? And what you the just want to know. On? You right. just want to know. Right. You know, and stuff like that. It's uh, to overdo it is not fun. If anybody wants to overdo it and likes doing that shit, kudos to you. But I feel it's like a, a lot of people thing. Yeah. are on the same page as me. It's like you never really want to drink that much. I didn't even feel right. that much hungover. It's hard to find that line of like of drinking up to the point where you're having a great time and you're loosened up just enough, you know, where your inhibitions are gone enough to where you can keep your shit together but not go over the top and forget things, but also have you know be be loose enough to not give a fuck. You know, that's that's when you yeah. have a good time. Yeah, being able to map out my afternoon. Yeah, oh god. Yeah. I, well, I I, staying at on location, but changing subjects. Uh, while we're talking about cavos, uh, I figured you might. I know I do, and you probably want to echo this. Wanted to give a shout out to friend of the show, Chad, my homie over there at Cavos. Oh yeah, hooked, uh, hooked me myself up with a really cool uh, little Christmas gift. He hooked the whole kitchen up, and uh, John, we were up there hanging out after we recorded last week, and uh, he had an extra one, and he was like. Yo, does does John smoke weed? <laughs> Dude, like, that was. Uh, does I mean does a bear shit in the woods? That's a terrible one to use. I, I got. Does that. a snail live in a shell? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> to answer your question, Chad. Yes, John smoked weed, and he was like, "Okay, cool." And he hooked John up, and John was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." He loved it. Oh, it was one of my so favorite. I thought you gifts might jump on that. Yeah, I got a lot of cool stuff, and that was one of my favorite things. And I mean, I knew I was kind of drunk that night too. And then I like went up to him at the end of the day before uh, leaving, and I was like, "Man, like, because I wasn't sure how to work it exactly." Oh yeah. Well, because what or, was it? I didn't say what it was. It was like a, it's like a, a, a pen to smoke, you know, weed out of or tobacco if you want to stuff it with tobacco. <laughs> but it has like a, <laughs> if you're stupid. It has like a lighter underneath, so it's like it's you like pre- a, 
you pretty much press this button down. It's yeah. a torch lighter. It's like an electric torch lighter attached to a little bitty, I would say like one hitter, but it's bigger than a one hitter. You get a few big hits. No, it. it looks like an EpiPen. When you pulled out yours, I Kinda. thought you were going to shove it in your thigh. Yeah. No, that's I my insulin like, pen, buddy. It's like, oh, Don't no. you see my purple feet and my fat belly? <laughs> of course yeah. I have diabetes. Yeah. Um, eat a cake and call me in the morning. <laughs> eat, eat this cake and tell me you don't have diabetes, Stanley. <laughs> no, but I, I loved uh, that, that gift. Oh, and yo, did you know about that? The office? A lot yeah, of well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I w- did want to talk a little bit about this, but then we come we're over to do another shit and it kind of ran off topic. So. No, no. Well, I mean, well, this is as good a time as any yeah, to bring yeah, it up. Yeah. It, but, it, but a lot of people are outraged at the office. It's on Peacock now. It's not For, like leaving you know, the world. It, it's right. It's not that would like be stupid. Gone. Nobody's going to let that leave the earth. It's no, too much of a moneymaker. They took it off of Netflix. So people are like, how do I sleep at night? Why are they outraged, though? We knew this was coming. If if you didn't know about it from listening to our show, because we've talked about it ad nauseum. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I'm a huge goddamn fucking office nerd. I listen. Most of the podcasts I listen to revolve around the office, to be honest with you. But um, if you did not know because of that, you should have known at the very least when you turn on the office the last month on fucking Netflix in the top left corner where the rating is and it says, you know, drugs, violence, whatever you need to be warned about. It put the first thing it puts up is the office is leaving Netflix December 31st. Yeah. No, it's if you had so no way. Don't be knowing. outraged. I'm upset by it, but I'm not outraged. I'm not like, what? It didn't. Yeah. Ki- I was. Ki- I will say this. I was kind of like, what? They weren't bullshitting. Well, I was, <laughs> I was outraged, but I wasn't shocked. Okay. I that's, wasn't shocked. I like that. Okay. It's a good, good way to define it. So, but, I mean, it is what it was. Uh, I remember you had said, uh, I'm going to just leave it on and never turn it off. And I was like, dude, at some point it'll fucking reboot itself. And it did. Because New Year's Eve, after you went home and fell before the ball, I stayed up and, and, and hung out for a little bit. I got home. And at 2.15, I was like, oh, my God. I got to see if it's still there. So it's 2.15 a.m., the first of the year. I put it on. Boom. There's the office. Oh. I watched the office. I let it run all night. I slept. I let it run. I woke up in the morning. It said, are you still watching? No, no. It doesn't do that. It stopped doing that. Oh. I don't know if, if Netflix updated altogether or if it's just on my app, but it stopped doing that a couple months ago, maybe a month ago. So it ran all night. So I wake up in the morning. And I, instead of turning it off, because I went to the bathroom to like brush my teeth, you know, take a shit, get ready for work in the morning, right? I wake up, it's like 8.30 in the morning. I hit, instead, I'm smart, right? I'm like, I don't want to turn it off because I might lose my office. I paused it. I go to the bathroom, I do my shit, literally, brush my teeth, wash my face, whatever, come out. It had been like 20 minutes. I hit play. It's the fucking circle spins, circle oh. spins, circle spins. And then it goes to a black screen and says, this title cannot be excess at this time damn it i lost it because i paused it i feel like i i feel like i ruined netflix for the world it's i'm a, sorry guys i shouldn't have hit pause <laughs> i should have just left it running and went to work i'm an idiot i'm sorry god there's an episode of friends where chandler and joey get like uh, access, they get access to porn and they try they refuse to like they don't, oh, know no, how don't they close got it. the it's free right and they're like they want to keep it so they just keep leaving it on <laughs> for days keep streaming and then at some point they get like porn sick or you know kind of over it <laughs> yeah. And it's called dehydration. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you need more electrolytes, fellas. <laughs> it's called get off. Electro, I need Gatorade and Jergens. Yeah, you're sticking to the couch <laughs> at this point. Come on. <laughs> and it's not because it's covered in plastic, though I wish I'd have done that before. <laughs> That's Far for- less stains. It's forethought. Yeah. But it's funny, when, you, when we talked earlier today about hanging out and shit, um, I was just chilling in my room watching streaming, and uh, I happened to turn on my TV today, and you were like, what are you doing? I almost said, and I was like, oh, I'll tell him on the show. What I did today, I just uh, laid around in my bed and played with my peacock. 
<laughs> oh god! So yeah, I, because really, I turned on my TV and then I uh, I forgot I downloaded Peacock a while ago because I knew this was coming and I knew that's where the office was going. Well, do you get a free month? Well, no, it's free. It's a free app, and there's free shows on there. No shit. There's free shows and free movies. But okay, now this is where Peacock cock is going to get me right in the cock and Peacock make me pay. <laughs> Peacock cock is going to make me pay. It's five dollars a month, which is not bad, but I'm going to wind up paying because I go, I open it up. Because in the bottom of corner of my home screen, it said, uh, oh, hit play to access uh, all Office content now on Peacock. Because now they're promoting their own shit because they know they got it and they're bringing all those viewers, right? Right. So I hit play and I open it up and it starts with episode one. And I was like, ah, I was on or episode one, season one. So I'm like, oh, I was on season three in the middle. Let me jump back into where that is. I go to the episode list. The only two, the only things available for free are the first two seasons. Uh, and then, So once oh, you hit so- season three, four, five, six and beyond... It's uh, you got to pay your five ninety nine monthly subscription. Yeah, damn. But I will say this: I started digging further because I I wasn't kidding when I said I pl- sat around and played with my peacock all morning. They have a lot of collections. They have the entire web series that was featured the accountants. It was called the accountants. It was a web only series that you could only get on the web. I don't think it's on YouTube now. So the only place you can find that is on Peacock, which is cool. I never saw it. They have. Tons of uh, deleted and blooper reels, which John loves to watch, I know, on YouTube now. That's some of my favorite stuff. With ads and stuff. This is in super high quality with no ads and no YouTube bullshit to deal with. And they even have collections like Christmas episode collection. Um, no, and, um, your look, favorite Dwight episodes, your favorite pranks from Jim. Like they do all these like curated collections, and I really like that. I'm sure they do have a lot of good stuff, you know, even outside of just like The Office. And they do. That's where I was going you know, as well. But, Tons but of other stuff. It's just one of those things where it's like it's another one. I know. Now, I know. I know. know. Well, that's that's how it's going to keep going. It's, it's like it's Hulu. It's Netflix. Well, maybe it's I Amazon decide Prime, to get rid of something else. To pick this one up, I don't know. It just keeps going and going, and then it's like so. At your cable bill, which is the whole point, which of is these, not a cable bill anymore. It was, yeah, <laughs> it's now it's streaming all these, services bill, and it's different charges at different points of every month. It's all, it's all spread out. Or if you can like kind of have like deals with friends, you know, you go into a contract with a friend of like, let me get your Netflix for the next year, you know, or, and then I or whatever, or we split a yeah, because you can have so many users on all these different streaming things. So it's like, hey, maybe maybe we split us uh, Peacock, John. Let's split a peacock, two fifty a month. I could go in on a peacock. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. We just figured it out. We can have all our all of our NBC shit, a bunch of movies, and it's really good quality. I was watching. And we can it today. look at yeah. We can look into it. Play play around with our peacock. I like that. That's I watched fun. a new that actually. Fun. I watched a new documentary on there today, <laughs> which I was going to cover in what's up doc, which we'll get to in the second segment. But I switched it up because there's a more timely one I wanted to cover this week. Yeah. Uh, well, and should we um, do uh, a little bit of a pizza's pick before getting into Tuttle's ten? Yeah. Let's get into it. All right. Play that intro. Oh, there's not one here. There is none. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, well, that's right. We didn't make one because this is not important. But I kind of wanted to allude to, uh, you know, I felt it again timely because what we're going to do when we wrap up here is, uh, you know, pizza's pick this week is ironically pizza. Okay. It's literally pizza, but not just any pizza. I encourage these specific pizzas from your local pop-ups. There's a lot of them going on around town now. And so specific pizza, not pizza in general. No, no, no. Well, I mean, pizza any way you can get it. But I really wanted to kind of shine a light on these two specific uh, pizza, local pizza artisans that are kind of going around doing local pop ups at some of our favorite like bars and restaurants. Uh, For instance, 
Uh, I know. That's cool. Like your literal pizza pizza picks. Yeah, pizza's okay. pick is pizza. <laughs> but specifically, uh, the two in question are, uh, and they're both like Instagram follows that I have. One of these people I know in person. I've met a handful of times, and she does great pizza, and she's a sweetheart. The other I have not met yet, but I hope to go check them out soon. But I wanted to give you their their hookups on Instagram, and that's where you can get their menus, their dates. I know um, the one is It's the Pizza Slut, so it's at It's the Pizza Slut, all one word. Um, no sh- underscore or anything nope, like that. No, nope, okay. all, all one word. It's the pizza slut. Um, and she's doing, for instance, uh, I wanted to bring this up because it kind of it, it, it meshes worlds again. She's she's been hopping around a bunch of different spots. She's done Wally's, which is a friend of the show. She's done um, the Commission Beer Chamber. I know she, she's at the Commission tonight, and John and I okay. are going there after we record. See, yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is a fitting time for Pizza's Pick to actually be pizza. So I just wanted to go and you know, and and I've had her pizza. Um, I, you know, this, her specifically, it's the pizza slut. Uh, I really like, I'm a fan of what she's doing. Um, and it's, I met priced, her. it's priced the same as any like generic chain pizza that you're going to fucking get. Yeah, and it's horrible. handcrafted curated toppings and stuff. She yeah. makes her own menu and she, her, so uh, she, it comes from a line of it. Her family are both chefs. Her mom and dad are both chefs. There's a lot of love that goes into that pizza. And she literally toured the entire country, um, just learning the trade. So before she started doing it herself, she was just like a fangirl of pizza. And she started this Instagram page and grew it. And that's how I knew her because she, she found my username and hit me up and realized I did pizza. And she literally came to the the restaurant when I was at Torna Tours. And I, t- I made a, P- a Peisenberg for her. And she got video. You know, I showed her slapping dough. And so she took like all these skills from me and people far better than me. And like thousands, literally thousands and thousands of pizza makers. And took those skills and is now putting that to practice and making money on a nationwide scale and it's a and it's a double banger because she highlights local you know local bars and 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 drinkeries if that's a word i was gonna say eateries but she doesn't go to places where they serve food and sell food that would be <laughs> but she you know she highlights some of these local bars fancy and some of our friends yeah local drinkeries and uh highlights them and i really appreciate that and the other one i wanted to highlight who i have not met yet but i want to give you his his username correctly uh, like local to orlando or central, another, central florida local orlando Okay. Okay. Fun. This guy comes from Pizza Bruno. He worked at Pizza Bruno, learned the learned all kind of Pizza Bruno's trades, and is now doing that in a pop up form around town as well. For instance, tonight he's at Conrad Shanty, which is over in the Mills Fifty District. Um, so another, he's, so he's another one that kind of jumps around or associates with a They're lot of a lot of different people at different yeah. bars. Yeah, where they don't Fun. do food, but yeah. So and this is a uh, Black Magic Pizza, all one word, Black Magic Pizza. So check those guys out on Instagram. Give them a follow. You can find their dates. Um, the pizza sled is booked up through February at least, so you'll see her almost every weekend around. Yeah, there. I love to see. Yeah, like humble so good on them, like humble, honest, like hardworking people, and like friends of ours. In yeah, some, in some cases, like you know, if only being I had successful the, in, and the 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 money to get into this and the idea to do that, I would have fucking been doing it. Yeah, anyway. we we tossed around the idea of like you doing lessons. Yeah, that was and, a great uh, idea. Again, I still I would do that right now. I, I just need the investment to start it up. You know what I mean? Shit's yeah. not cheap to get all the equipment you need. Oh, the idea is there though. But yep. I mean, yeah, we could. See. It'll happen. We It'll could, happen, guys. Um, okay, so let's move on to uh, Tuttle. We're getting this uh, first one of his ten minutes for Tuttle's the year. First ten of the year. Yeah. It's uh, we asked him about resolutions. You know, he's like, just tell us about resolutions. What yours is? Right. You know, just keep it simple. Yeah, I felt like you know it was topical for the for the show. First one of the year. Resolutions are a big one. I don't have any optimism that he's going to be positive in any way. <laughs> I don't knowing him. Okay, so you're Debbie, Debbie Downering the situation before we even go there. Well, and like if there's one thing that didn't change from last year to this year, 
is when we do a Tuttle's 10, I need that bottle of scotch to be real close. <laughs> Scotchy, scotch, scotch. Get in my belly. <laughs> yeah, that's why I put my iced coffee away when I got here. Oh, when yeah. I, well, you were already jittery. And I, was, I know you get them chest pains. Dude, I fucked up. Because you don't eat and you only eat cigarettes. I got uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, you know, which is the only reason to go to Dunkin' Donuts is for their coffee. But I fucked and I got an extra shot of espresso. And that's what oh, is I that me- what it was? That was my mistake. An extra shot of what? I didn't hear you. Espresso. Thank you. Ex- yeah, I, know. I thought I you said up. it right. I was like, I don't know if you said it right or wrong. I wanted to. Ca- I was like, let me see how this guy says it. <laughs> Would you yeah. say English major? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got another shot of horse divorce in my coffee this morning. <laughs> oh no! Got him. Uh, all right, uh, but yeah, let's start it over to Tuttle. Let's uh, start off the year getting ten minutes from him about resolutions. The first ten of five hundred and twenty Tuttle minutes this year. Goodness gracious, greetings and welcome! Total's thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of 22 informing its hosts, guests, sponsors, or affiliates. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's 10, ten minutes, minutes with Tuttle. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Tuttle's 10. This is something uh, kind of last minute. Just found out about it yesterday, but guess what? I like John and Chris. Not like I don't have anything going on. Not like I'm taking care of sick parents. Not like I'm uh, having to run all over the place. It's not like the landlord here isn't trying to kick me out. It's not like I'm not trying to do a podcast and grow it every single day where I can make some money. But guess what? I'm going to do it for John and Chris because if it wasn't for John and Chris, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. And the guys wanted me to talk about New Year's resolutions. All right, there's some truth to that because our schedule changed, so we kind of last minute had to ask him to throw one together for us, which I appreciate him doing, of course. It's not like you have a radio career to worry about. It's not like we don't have our own lives and shit going on. <laughs> it's not like anything any of us is doing here really matters anyway! <laughs> I, I do like that he uh, tells... <sighs> like That's cool that we're the reason that he does podcasting. Tuttle's always so sweet to us, and I think he's just, uh, as he calls it, marking up to us, or what a mark it out. Yeah, but it, wrestling terms. it was last minute. Uh, you and know. we appreciate it, as always, Tuds. Yeah, Hope but this one's good. People do need to expect to see a schedule change. Like, it might be a few days during the week, like before Thursday, because right now we do Thursdays. Yep, Thursday drops. It might be a little earlier in the week now. Yeah, yeah, so now it might change, and then uh, we'll know officially by next week what day we're picking uh, on a weekly basis to get episodes out. But uh, let's pass it back to Tuttle and let him. Uh, start telling us about resolutions now i don't know if a lot of you people don't understand this that the calendar is made up it is made up what is time how do you measure time or you know so what you know the galaxy you know back in the day people used to think that everything revolved around planet earth but guess what it doesn't it does not revolve around planet Earth. But now, our whole time, our whole day system, 365 days, is how long it takes us to get around the sun. Our days are how many, how long it takes for our uh, Earth to revolve around. So... Why do we even worry about New Year's resolutions? Because they absolutely mean nothing. This is a way of all these house moms, people that are uh, that don't take care of themselves like I used to. 
I'm like, yes, I need a starting point. I need a starting point to be able to stop at, and I'm going to fix things. I kind of did that last year, but guess what? I, I stuck on it. I've made some of the biggest changes that I have ever made in my goddamn life. I'm doing well. Physically, best I've ever been. Mentally, best I've ever been. I, I got to tell you, the end of 2020, those last couple of months, yeah, it, it really did suck. But I'm making a comeback. But these New Year's resolutions, you guys are never going to do them. And what about the people that are like, oh, man, I can't wait for 2020 to be over with. Uh, so what? December 31st, 2020 or 2020. And then when at the, that that bitch flips over to 2021. Oh, uh, all the bad stuff from 2020 cannot follow you. It's not like uh, home base when you're playing hide and seek or anything, because it's not. 2020 can still come after your ass, so let's not act like everything's going to get better. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but 2021 is just going to be just as bad as 2020. But the guys wanted me to talk about New Year traditions and stuff like that, and I'll give you mine. I know it's going to sound very Southern, Black eyed peas and collard greens. That's where it is. We ate it every single year of my life growing up. And for the most part, I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I had a pretty good year. Maybe they, those uh, black eyed peas and collard greens helped me out. Oh, hey, guess what? At the beginning of 2020, guess what I did? I ate black eyed peas and collard greens. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the hell did it do for me then? So what I'm trying to say is these traditions, these resolutions, they don't do you any goddamn good. That's it. They just don't. They really don't. They just don't do it. So what I'm trying to say is don't don't look too much into New Year's resolutions or New Year's traditions because the reason that people do these things like with the black eyed peas and collard greens because they they want good luck is that this is not how the world works I don't believe in karma because a lot of great things happen to bad people and a lot of <laughs> really really good people bad things happen to so it just doesn't exist, people. That is my one New Year's resolution. I didn't even do it this year. I didn't. Maybe I just wanted to see, hey, would I have a great year because I didn't do it? That's exactly what I did. So Tuttle's resolution is to resolve to not have a resolution? Mm, I think so. Okay, or maybe it's the traditions. I don't know. He kind of lost me there. But uh, I know we, you know, we probably we made some resolutions starting with oh, we resolved yeah. to record our show on a new time every week and put it <laughs> out earlier. That's our first resolution. Yeah, well, which I, Tuttle doesn't believe in, by the way. My main one for this year is going to be like trying to grow our listenership and our audience and try to reach more people. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I hear from so many, like so many different people say, "Oh, you guys have a really good thing going, and just keep doing what you're doing." And I love every little bit of it. 
and I, you know, because sometimes I ask for criticism and people don't give me any, and I don't know if I'm getting like super patronized or probably you know that's what i think so. they're marking out to us like Tuttle. i don't necessarily <laughs> believe it you know no, I, I mean so I, I feel like maybe it's 50 50 you know well like there's good intent behind what they're saying yeah and if it's true what they say you know then i guess we can just continue to do what we do while just trying to get it to reach other people and spread our our net a little wider yeah you know i don't think we're looking to make too many changes so to speak but no. just uh you know but if that happens it happens you know the show grows and evolves and we might drop a bit we might add a bit who knows yeah i, I mean i know Things we have change. every intention to have uh guests on a lot more this year and kind of break that you know that barrier of and we're going to be safe obviously about it with you know uh, i clean the mics i've never cleaned these mics before no, covid don't mention that. and God now damn. i actually do oh don't mention that Every, actually when we I have a guest on well yeah no at first when all this had sort of happened we'd show up to rockies every week and wipe the shit down with with wipes but then it was just me you and rock and we're hanging out all the time so it's like what are we spreading amongst each other really yeah know? and then i mean it, it, so the next time we have guests on i'll probably start doing the same thing again yeah uh but then we'll see how many we have on in person versus we try not to do like zoom and skype and phone interviews when we can but we might do you know who cares if we can get good audio out of it we're gonna have them yeah i mean we're working on some cool stuff i don't want to jinx anything because nothing's in in the books yet but john and i just before the show uh we're working out details on maybe a really cool breaking news interview i refuse to not be hopeful about That's this right. shit. No this matter is... what Tuttle tries to do to break us down. <laughs> I know. It, it's going to be different. It's got to be different. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let him finish up here. Wrap it up, Tuds. I know this is not a Tuttle's 10, but I'm just dealing with a lot of stuff, people. I'm on edge. I'm on that edge. It's not... This, this isn't a cry for help. It really isn't. I'm just telling you, I just put this together. No edits. I just talked. I'm sitting outside by the water. I got a great microphone and a windscreen. And who knows? This bit might suck, but hey, I'm trying to enjoy the second day of the new year. Hope you guys enjoyed this today. I want to thank John and Chris from Funny to Informin'. Check out my podcast. It's available. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Tune in, um, iTunes, 315 Live. Check it out, people. Talk to you later. John and Chris are going to be coming over to the Hobo Fish Camp. And I got to tell you, I got some great, amazing things in store for them. Thank you so much for banging it out at the last minute, as always, Tuds. I can't wait to see them next week. Um, we are always so grateful. That's just the first one for this year. Yep. Like he said, and you, you backed it up. He kind of let the cat out of the bag. Um, on and I are heading out to see Tuttle soon. Uh, um, I hope John is on his P's and Q's though. And if he doesn't play his cards right, uh, don't fuck around. I might end up taking, I don't know any ons. So I might fill you in with like That's a Ron or a Juan or a Don. Who knows? Knows? I was like, who is coming? I was I like, know, who he is kinda, that? I'm just making fun of Tuttle for stumbling, <laughs> stumbling on that. But, uh, we did, yeah, for we, stuttling, for stuttling on that. Stuttle, that's when Tuttle stumbles. It's a Tuttle Stuttle. That's a new thing for 2021. Hashtag <laughs> Stuttle. But uh, yeah, we are heading out there soon. We might take some friends. Who knows? We haven't really got everything. We have date. We have a date set, and that's all I know. Um, and we don't even really know like if we're recording for the week of or if we're going to record for future stuff. Who knows? 
No, it's going to be a good time, oh, no matter what. We're going to get some stuff for us, for our show, definitely here, guys. Um, but we'll probably maybe get some stuff for Tuttle's st- daily podcast as well, which he told you all the outlets to go find him on. Definitely follow his daily day-to-day. It's not always daily. He's, I've been having, as he mentioned, you know. Yeah. It's not I, like I don't have family stuff going on, guys. Uh, he's been, you know, dealing with stuff in his family and all that. So he doesn't hit it every day, but... He's been trying to get back on his I, horse. I want to come out of this year swinging, you know? And so, yeah. I mean, I think that that'll be a great start, actually connecting with him. And We've wanted to get it done forever. We wanted to get it done last year. We drug our feet. Shit got in the way. It never happened. So, like we said, we definitely want to hit the ground running this year and live up to some of that stuff we've been put on the back burner for so long. Yeah, so let's uh, let's keep on trucking and moving along here. Um, the first episode of 2021, episode 165 of Funny to Informing. What should we go to break to? All right. Our first song of the year, I felt it only fitting after... After Tuttle talking about his traditions and being a Southern boy, uh, I grew up a Southern boy. My mother was Southern as well, and she had some of these same traditions with the quote unquote soul food, with your cornbread, your black eyed peas, your collard greens. Yeah, they all have different representations. You're supposed to eat one for health, one for wealth, one for all these different distinctions. I don't know all the details. My mom obviously does, but I felt what b- more fitting song than to go to Goody Mob's Soul Food. That's perfect. And uh, stay with us, and we'll be right back. My old boy from the point, but I'm from Southwest. And every now and then I get put to the test. But I can't be stopped, cause I gotta come to. Ain't got no gun, but I got my crew. Didn't come for no beef, cause I don't eat steak. I gotta play the soul food, chicken, rice, and gravy. Not covered in too much, drinking a couple punch. Top of call every last Thursday of the Daddy month. put the high grits on my chest in the morning. When I was sick, Mary had the hot soup. Boy, it didn't know why, but it felt so good. Like some waffles in the morning, headed back to the woods. Now full of Got some soul on blast and a cassette Food for my brain and haven't stopped learning yet Hot wings for Mojo's got my forehead sweat Celery and blue cheese on the menu next Till I steal Top face boom surround me like cancer Drill We were second hand off the coast But only to me Not just worse plus I'm getting pimped by this temp And it jacket from Optimus Stabbing niggas laughing Set up clown don't talk to me like that We gonna do it of course Living day by day And you ain't hard trick Hell you say <laughs> it's such a blessing when my eyes get to see the sunrise. I'm ready to begin. Another chance to get further away from where I've been, but I never forget. Everything I went through, I appreciate the shit. Because if I had a went and took the ease away, wouldn't be the strong nigga that I am today. Everything that I did, different things I was told, just ended up being food for my soul. Well, it's your soul food. Well, then, good old fashioned soul food. All right. Sunday morning, where you eating at? I'm on 1365, Wichita Drive, over with a stove ride. Church to drop a chicken in yesterday's grief. Then go together with this call to Mickey's. Last night, hanging over from a good time. Yeah, beef is cheaper, but it's pork with red dye between two pieces of bread. Sorry, look good with them hairy legs. Wish I could cut her up, but my stomach come before six. A house full of hoes. Now, what's the ingredient? Spaghetti plus a muffin flow. They know they're making it hard on the yard. Fuck Chris Darton. Fuck Marshall Claw, taking us when we in the spotlight for a joke. Changing by the day, I see it's getting bigger in my square. Bigger than Linux from the outside with the stair. No matter to go inside, Tamika and Tiffany outside, tripping and skipping rope to the beast from my cheek as I speak. What's up from the drop? <laughs> a heap of help on the fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, and collard greens too big for my jeans. Smoke steams from under the lid that's on the block. Ain't never had a lot, but thankful for the little that I got. Why not me? Fast 
my voice was recorded. Hold up, see, it's what I write. And Miss Lady acting like we in jail. Says she ain't got no extra hush puppets to sell. Bank can't see food. Making me hit the door with a mind full of attitude. It was a line at the beautiful JJ's rib shack was packed too. Looking to be one of them days when mama ain't cooking. Everybody's out hunting with the family, looking for a little soul food. Come and get your soul food, well it, good old fashioned soul food, alright. Everything is for free, as good as it can be, come and get some soul Welcome back to episode 165 of Funny to Informing. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. Blah blah blah. This is us. And <laughs> we uh, goodie mob was that you said? <laughs> I like so, how uh, you're checking in. You're like, soul. Soul. let me say this as wet as I can. <laughs> mob of goodness. Uh, goodie mob. Atlanta's so, finest. Goodie mob. It's uh, soul food. It's called soul food. Soul food. Get your collard greens, um, collard greens, macaroni and cheese, fried chicken. Too big for my jeans. Yeah, it's food That's for your belly, but in your soul. Anyway, that's a classic from my youth. I've actually never heard of that song before. I'm sure you haven't. It's very Atlanta. It's very white of me, actually, yes. to have never heard of it. Well, you said it. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Yeah, Are you familiar with CeeLo? I know you know CeeLo. Yeah. You know yeah. the song, Fuck You? Oh, well, That no, was yeah. CeeLo's like, critical success. CeeLo came from a, a rap supergroup called... Goody Mob, yeah, out of Atlanta. Yeah, I well, I know of Goody Mob. Just okay, never I didn't soul know su- Soul Food. Soul Food, yeah, it's a never, good one. Uh, never heard of Full Sued. You <laughs> <laughs> almost went there. Uh, we're at the uh, halfway point, and we already did Tuttle's Ten and Pizza's Pick. We uh, had that personal story of my debacle. Yep, uh, got through all of that, um, and now, oh, I want to toast one more time. Actually, Let's, so many toasts. Yeah, well, get well, some avocado, and we'll have all the hippies and white bitches over here. Yeah, while while we're hipsters, sorry. Do, doing this first show to start off the year, I just I want all good vibes, good thoughts, you know, and uh, that that's just a cheers to being hopeful. Oh, to and, good vibes and good thoughts to getting. Oh, so to the end of Tuttle's ten. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, we love that guy. Uh, but now we have uh, what's up, Doc? Before doing, did you hear? Yep, got to get to Digi's. We do that every week. Yeah, I can't even remember the last time we did what's up, Doc. Honestly, it's been it's not been that long. But I've got a couple banked, so now, and because we don't have time to get some bold print only in this week, because we're jam-packed to the gills with other bits, uh, we, we banked some stories for that. I've also banked now a documentary. Like I said, I was playing on my Peacock all day, and I watched <laughs> a, a cool documentary, which I'm excited to bring up next week when we record with Tuttle, because I know he can add some to it, because there's a local vibe, there's a local spin to it, and I know Tuttle ha- is going to feel that. Okay, yeah, and I mean, and bold print only is going to be coming back next week. We're just going to skip it for yeah, this first Yeah, we got episode. so many headlines already. Ready? By next week, we'll have so many just to run through. We might actually have to keep ourselves locked down and just read the fucking headlines and yeah. not talk about them. All right, so um, let's uh, let's turn it over to you to find out about uh, what documentary you saw this week. This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it.
What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? The segment hosted by yours truly, where I bring you a review of a documentary I've recently watched without spoiling it. Yeah. Although sometimes I fuck that up. If you do ruin it, it's like... It's a documentary. Like, sometimes the... the, It's not like like a written drama. You know what I mean? The the, the ending is there. You kind of know what they're getting at. Yeah, sometimes it's it's put out there like you're... It's talking about this historical event and just details It's history, right? Yeah. Yeah, We know, you know, fucking goddamn... Thomas Edison was shot by lightning or something. It happened. Is that how that? I don't know. No, it was Ben. <laughs> ben, ben see, exactly. Thomas Edison was shot by that guy in the tower in Dallas, right? That's you, how that you works. You fucking idiot. No, nope, history. <laughs> which, uh, which documentary did you see this week? Okay, this week, I know you can help me with this one. I saw a mockumentary, which is, it was purported to be kind of a, a it, it was sold as if it were a true documentary. It just came out on Netflix. I found it extremely topical for the year and for the show. It's called Death to 2020. Yeah, that one is it's literally, really good. I saw it on like New Year's Eve on my Netflix. It popped in that quickly. But it's sold as if it's a real true documentary until it opens up with Samuel L. Jackson playing a character and you quickly know it's got a uh, very comedic spin to it. Yeah. It's it like will, a very dry. It's delivered like so yes. professionally though. Absolutely. That if you're not paying attention, then you're, you're, you know, you might miss the jokes that they're saying because. Oh, there is a, it is jam packed with a lot of joke content. Um, and it's very dry, straightforward. And a lot of it is in the narration, which is what, uh, John and I were talking about. That's one of my favorite parts of it. But it features little like, uh, interview pieces, uh, by, um, a lot of, a lot of different, uh, people. Like I said, Samuel L. Jackson opens it up. He plays a reporter. Some of their names are hilarious. So his name is like Dash something. Dash you know smitherton or something whatever dash something and he plays a reporter from some made-up fake like wall street um well yeah journal, and, like, and i don't think that this is spoiling anything but i think one is just the queen somebody yeah, is the queen of england the queen and yeah. she's very she's very tongue-in-cheek it's hilarious leslie jones plays a like a a therapist who's like a written self-help books, yeah self-help therapist who's written books and um yeah leslie jones's part is very funny um uh there's uh some um he, he sounded i didn't know who he was but i feel like wherever he's from he's probably pretty popular as if he was in this uh some comedian uh you know the bigger black guy who played the scientist you remember him john he <laughs> yeah. was like south african he had that south african accent yeah um his his name on the his character's name was uh flask beaker or some shit like that. Because I remember I texted it to you, and I was like, come on. It was like, so funny. When dude. I read his name, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, obviously, I wasn't buying at that point that it was a documentary, but I was like, you you just you just named two things out of a fucking lab, Flask Beaker, and you <laughs> named this motherfucker that? Come on, dude. Hey, just, what the fuck is this? You, but, look, you look around the room and just pick two items from the periodic table. It, well, so ironically, I did a little research. Do you know, did you read in the description, when I say a little research, I read the description. Did you, I, bet, I bet John did read this did you read who made this where it came from who made it yeah like the producers or whatever who was behind it uh i'm just gonna guess no because i haven't seen yeah, it yeah guess uh, i bet you'll never know because it's jeff off. ross no 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 not at all uh jordan peele nope the people who brought you black mirror which oh, is more of a dystopian yeah. weird you know what i mean but yeah I, when i as you watch it you kind of get that vibe because of how tongue-in-cheek it is also that's a british show black mirror so i got that british vibe with and now that i tell you that now you see why the jokes were like they were and how the narrator would tell them 
almost straightforward. Like I tell jokes on this show as just if I'm reporting a fact. Matter of blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then, but you know, but you have to go back and think just of so what the seriously. words were. It's not the end of the delivery, it's in the the wording. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, I, I really appreciated it. I thought it was very funny. All the characters are great. Um, it and, is a super entertaining. It's a perfect way to wrap up. Like, yeah. They got to everything, I feel like, or they kind of broke it yeah, down. Yeah, they went like month by month. month by, like almost what we talked about that we were considering. That's what doing I was thinking too. Last week. Yep. And I was like, man, I wish I'd have seen this first because I could have remembered uh, on a more chronological scale which way the things happened. We just kind of threw shit out there and talked about it. But that's what we do. I think that might We're have not happened. produced by Black Mirror. So uh, there, guys. I, I, I okay. was going to say. It's, Sorry. <laughs> we might have, we might have uh, recorded it our part first before them or before they released well, that. before they came out right? yeah i think so, we did because yeah we had ours in the can and then i saw that like new year's eve or something so it's proof of parallel thinking there right there go. i Boom. swear uh no but it is like a nine out of ten i highly recommend it yeah. to people also because i have seen it definitely so like not you that to. you know not then we you know we listened to tuttle's bit and tuttle you know mentioned the and we mentioned it ourselves 2021 is not like uh you know like it's all everything's over and it's all good now but it is like it's a new chapter like let's breathe some newness into this try to and try to keep that rolling as long as we can before life beats it out of us yeah yeah i have us to, back to embittered old men that i am have or that we are that i am be as op- optimistic as possible and uh okay are you so, optimistic because yeah. my beer glass is half empty <laughs> no you're only halfway through it so i so i optimistically so to you it's half full i optimistically see that you have half left uh-huh but see that so i'm halfway a, but is it half full just or half empty? You're optimistic. It's clearly half full to you. It's half empty to me. No, I'm just in the middle. It's halfway. <laughs> you fence riding motherfucker. It's halfway. Talk about it being in the middle. It's a good thing that you have like more, like half of it left. <laughs> Beer. You have more. You're right. Left. I could have forty <laughs> percent. You son of a bitch. It could be less than that. I I don't know. Uh, I just try to be as thankful as possible. But if this year is the same as 2020. I, I might crack. That might be the straw that breaks the ca- uh, the camel's crack. The Hannon's back. <laughs> I know. The straw that breaks the Hannon back. <laughs> Fuck. I, uh, I don't care The puke anymore. that breaks the Hannon bag. I don't care anymore. You already saw how I came into this year, so. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I saw how you were carried the fuck out of it. I'm over it already. <laughs> Let's carry this year the fuck out like Hannah was carried out the back door at Cabo. <laughs> so worth it. Uh, okay, so let's get into uh, some of the stories that we saw over the past week and uh, do the Digi Hears. Did you hear that? Did you hear? And we have some stories for you this week. And I uh, think it's a great way to start off the year because they're not all super negative. Some of them are. And I mean, depending on how you look, it's uh, it's, it's news, man. I was going to say, it works. we don't seek them out. But that's how they come at us. And the headlines, 
We picked the. You got to go with the big one. Yeah, and some of it is like the eye of the beholder. If it's like it could be bad or good, depending on how you feel about that situation and look at it. You they, know what they, I mean? It's called subjective, and that's what we have here, folks. All right. Yeah. Let us know what you think over at funnytoinforming.com and <laughs> uh, Facebook. You're first, sir. Right? I am. You want me to kick, kick it up? You want me to kick it up? You want me to you want me to stir things? Jim? Sure. Kick okay, it. Okay. Just throw it to me. Kick it. Kick it. <laughs> kick it off. Did you hear? Coast Guard suspends search for boat with about 20 people aboard. This was uh, new news for the on the first day of the year. So January 1st, uh, I saw this news reported. Uh, it just says here, the Coast Guard received a report Tuesday that the blue and white 29-foot Mako Cuddy cabin boat um, no relation to Kid Cuddy. Last known that to sounds be de- badass. Last known to be departing Bimini in the Bahamas on Monday. Did not arrive, and so that would have been Monday was like the like the 29th or some shit like that. 29th, I believe, of yeah. December. So just before the new year, uh, departed Bimini and uh, did not arrive as expected in Lake Worth, Florida was its destination. Um, oh, so of course it was here, but it doesn't sound like it took long for them to realize that they're missing. Yeah, so well, this was, yeah, so the, it says here the Bahamian military, uh, who was uh, stopped smoking weed to go look for this thing, <laughs> uh, and a volunteer group in the Bahamas searched approximately 17,000 square miles for about 84 hours. Damn. That's a lot of searching, dude. Um, That's covering a lot of ground. And the quote here is, our thoughts and prayers go to the families of the missing people. That's uh, very... Uh, so they still haven't found them? No, yeah, clearly no. It's uh, It said Cap- uh, Captain Stephen Bird- Birdian, the Coast Guard 7th District Chief of Response. I encourage anyone with, with information about the people aboard to contact us as soon as possible. Damn. See, and then when you cover that much ground and you're kind of looking, obviously you're kind so, of just looking on a surface level type of basis. Yeah, so I we wonder, have a photo I wonder, here. I wonder if it's can, sunk. You see the routes of the search parties. Those are like the back and forth grids of the different ships out there looking for them. See, so, I think it, I think it's sunk. Um, I, well, I believe so too, but the fact that they don't see any wreckage or anything like that, I don't know, man. I'm one of those guys that's like, well, explain all that weird shit that goes on the, in the Bermuda Triangle. That Because this is right there in that fucking, in that neighborhood. Yeah. Why do so many things just go weirdly missing like that? There was harsh weather. Like, not like, like brutal, like impossible weather. Well, it doesn't have to be bad here for it to be terrible in the ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a long trip from the Bahamas to here. And and is that boat even big? A 29 foot boat is like a medium sized boat, but it's again, it's probably scary in some fucking crazy high seas, dude. That can get tossed around Uh, real quick. Yeah, man. I don't know. You know, I, and again, you know. They say my, you know, thoughts and prayers go to them. That's again, that's almost condescending. It's not. I know it has good intentions, but that ain't doing shit. It's not. That not doesn't to say mean that anything. they didn't do shit. They they eighty four hours and seventeen thousand square miles. They looked. I just I don't know. We'll, I will update you with more as that comes through. Back yeah, to you in no. our studio, John. Yeah, it's nice to send thoughts and prayers, but it doesn't do anything. But it's not bad that you send them. But well, uh, hopes and okay. dreams. Then did you hear that the. Uh, Mega Million and the uh, Powerball, both. Um, Bitch, prove it. How mega? Did not have a winner at the end of uh, the year. So, Ooh, uh, so it rolled over. They don't just end it at the year? Nah. Like, Bitch, you didn't win. We keep this. It's ours. It starts at one tomorrow. Call the dibs. It's, it's $1 <laughs> on the first. Yeah. It's, yeah w- <laughs> once it hits midnight, whoever calls dibs first gets the money. <laughs> it's a dibs scenario. And they just give it up. Shotgun that money. <laughs> the, yeah, the Mega Million is now at four hundred and thirty-two million. Which you know, usually it becomes newsworthy when it starts to get towards that half a million marker and go beyond that. Because obviously, I think it's been higher in the past. Uh, that's not necessarily breaking a record or anything. Um, but 
yeah, nobody was able to match their tickets uh, on the last the last run of the year. And then uh, Powerball, I don't have the Powerball number here, but I think it's like up to two hundred and eighty four yeah, million that. week. <laughs> With not w- enough sad 400 milli or get the fuck out i ain't got time to go to the <laughs> store for that shit are you kidding me yeah. put flip-flops on and maybe a hoodie because it might be 65 degrees outside i i think it's going to be soon though that somebody wins you like know it has the, to be soon you know the uh the only way to win the lotto to is it matching all the numbers and no. then the 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 last number at the end nope it's to not play the lotto oh that's, that's an old. Win. That's an old adage. The only way to win the lotto is to not play. Well, most because pe- nobody wins in the long run. I was going to say, and well, and most people end up in the red. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, like, yeah the, absolutely. They wind up in the red. That's the whole thought behind the saying. Yeah, the story of somebody getting hundreds of millions of dollars well, is so rare. That's exactly. It's so rare and few and far between. That's why the odds are, you know, more than they are by getting hit by lightning or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? You're more likely to get hit by lightning than win these fucking mega millions things. So your best bet is to not bet. But also. You can't win a bet. You know, what they say, scared money don't make no money. I heard that at a table before. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, know, you got to put your money in if you want to win money. Yeah, you ain't, ain't going to win nothing if you don't, don't invest. Play. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I it actually kind of reminds me. I have a lottery or like a scratcher ticket. Scratcher. I, I bought a $10 ticket on the way over Ooh, here. a tenner. Yeah. Let's I, scratch that bitch before we leave. One twenty bucks. I oh, know, you already, I already hit did. it. I already did, yeah. Okay, so you doubled your money. Doubled it. Damn, just like that, bro. See, you're, you're sitting here making a mockery of the saying I just passed down. Drinks on me. Awesome. <laughs> uh, back to you. Did you hear? Louisville Metro Police Department chief firing two more cops for roles in the deadly Breonna Taylor raid. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is kind of big news. Again, I can't. This is one of those headlines I can't put to the bold print only section. I gotta, I you know, I got, I saw it. I gotta bring it up. I well, just it, saw this this week. It's important that people don't forget about like these stories that, like, yes, they were reported on a little while ago or talked about, but like the well, cases, this has been you know eight months sh- now or whatever. It's still going on, so like it, you have to kind of resurface these stories so people don't forget to like disregard it or and you people know. want to kind of wipe away all that with 2020 you know like oh 2020 let's get you know fuck covid let's not think about it you no, know let's be no. positive and fuck blm let's not think about it no 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 keep it forefront these these issues have not gone away exactly Same as covid you know you have to be you have to be proactive on these things i think that's why we're best buds i you know we both kind of have logical thinkers at least that awareness about us yeah, you know to yeah. to think like that uh but anyway so what's uh well, so two so, cops is it two of them yeah two two more so this now makes three uh involved in firings i think one's already facing charges but uh it says here that uh although the firings are are occurring uh brianna's family attorney ben crump wants to see punishments for the detectives go way beyond firings Crump claims James, quote, committed perjury and should be arrested and charged for breaking his oath as the person who swore to the affidavit. This is one of the officers. Yeah, involved. Th- there's something that got a, that has to go on your record there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that was it was such an insanely r- reckless act. It, it like and I mean, you can explain like sometimes mistakes and, and they do happen. Mistakes happen. But that was so reckless of a mistake. You have to. Yeah, maybe not, maybe not only professional things should happen, but legal things should be yeah, occurring. Yeah, absolutely. To really... it's, it's gross negligence, which is you know when you're uh, you're sworn to an oath like a police officer, you're you should be you should be liable under that. Well, and there's always like the values to things. So when something like this happens, and then you you try to value it, you're like, okay, well, a life was lost. So there's the value of that. That's kind of worth its weight more than gold. So 
Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, something else has to happen. You can't just like, okay, well, they're fired. So, that, so it's that okay. Take, that takes care of the dead person. Right. No, Well, it nothing doesn't. takes care of it. But, you know, yeah, you want, you look for, you know, for equal punishment, right? Yeah. I'm getting well, a little heated. No, Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Well, let me, I'll give you the My facts, bad. the facts here. Uh, Louisville Metro PD is about to fire two cops involved in the Bri- Brianna Taylor raid, one of whom was responsible for getting the search warrant for the deadly raid. Detectives Joshua Janes and Miles Cosgrove both received pre-termination letters from their chief, Yvette Gentry, according to their lawyers. Cosgrove was one of the officers present during the raid and did fire shots. So he was far more involved than Janes, who just pulled the warrant for this. I am glad, though, it is happening in general. Because it is It's easy. about time. It is easy to say. Yeah, about like, to, what's I can't believe it's taken this long for the firings to come down. And, and then maybe possibly still legal ramifications. God, I hope yeah. that there's some. That it's at least taken to court. You know, like regardless, you know, uh, guilty, innocent, whatever it is, like let them have their day in court. Yeah. But take it I'm, there. I'm choosing not to focus on that part. But yeah, it is very easy to say, like, what took so long, you know? I, but I'm glad that it's happening at least at all. You know, not not. I'm not going to sit there and relish on the fact that oh, you should have did it a little while ago. At least they finally got to the right decision. Right. I mean, however, however you got there, like Jesus Christ, like if you if you wouldn't have done this, and it would have just kept going on and on, and nothing was done about it, and you're not even trying to rectify the death of somebody unjustly. Like oh, then they have like a lot more to like explaining to do. Then you have more explaining to do. Explaining to do. Well, so <laughs> it says here that uh, in the letters the officers got about their pre-termination, which is another weird thing to me. Pre-termination, uh, but fired uh, before you actually. Yeah, are. Like, guess what, guys? You're about to be fucked. <laughs> uh, but uh, it uh, it says uh, uh, in the letter, quote: These are extreme violations of our policies. And previously, the department fired. This is the other gentleman involved. Uh, previous prior officer involved, uh, Brett Hankinson saying he had, quote, violated obedience to rules and regulations, unquote, and use of deadly force while serving the warrant. Hankinson is also the sole officer the grand jury indicted on a wanton endangerment charge. He is he was not charged for the shooting of Brianna. He was charged with shooting into a neighboring apartment. Uh, let's see. Janes and Cosgrove both have a pre-termination hearing set for Thursday, but even Jane's attorney said he doesn't expect to change Chief Gentry's mind. Okay. Back huh. to you in our studio, John Hannon. Yeah. Uh, we're. I mean, obviously on stuff like so that. So it sounds like legal things may not come down for these guys. It may just end at a termination. Well, it's something to continue to pay attention to. the only to. one facing any kind of legal troubles. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not going to slip under our radar. We're, we, we just, the way we scavenger for news every week, yeah. we're going to we're gonna keep getting updates on yeah, this. Yeah, if Whether I see we, a Breonna Taylor headline or anything like that, it gets talked about. Yeah. Well, for the most part, I would like to, to bring that stuff up. Uh, okay. So did you hear there was a Norway landslide? Um, I don't know how like large of an area this covered, um, but it was this landslide that so far I think they're reporting that ten people right now are missing. And um, ten people, you give her- Norway. Oh. <laughs> Damn you. Very, very quick, sir. Uh, it says helicopters and drones. They spent two days searching the scene, uh, trying to find survivors and uh, bodies and, and, you know, just helicopters they, and drones. Yeah. Helicopters. Weak, man. I'm going to call Adam Sandler on that. You get out there and you find that fucking dog. <laughs> oh, Dude, listen to this. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, a missing Dalmatian dog was rescued what? on Thursday. What? I didn't know you were going and there. And police believe there, that there's still a chance that survivors could be found. So optimistic. If you're thinking. viewable by drone. <laughs> I know. If I can see you from above. Uh, well, they we have, can't hear you or anything. They're, they're doing the uh, the thermal 
thing. Oh, like, okay, cool. All right, cool. Heat sensors and shit like that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> if you're if you if if you're like in a snow land, a snow slide and you're white, you're fucked because we can't see you from up here. <laughs> I used to wait. It's like, oh, are you yelling? I can't hear you over this helicopter. No, but they're they are doing uh, everything that they can, and I mean, not to take anything away from everything the landslide. they can with a drone. <laughs> yeah, well, they're know, they had this other device. Uh, it's called a paver. It's a fifty ton machine. Um, it sounds like a smasher. It, it supposedly deploys like this army bridge. Oh, okay. Or it's an army bridge laying vehicle. Oh, cool. I've seen these before. So it's this big ass thing that where I guess it, it's like all folded up on the back end of it, but it has like tank treads. You said right? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a tank bottom with like this top that has like this truck pla- top with this, a flatbed. Yeah, that then like extends the fuck out, and it can park in a like a gully, in like a ravine. Like yeah. Think of a dry yeah. a dry riverbed or something. You know what I mean? Uh, that's too big to obviously go over with vehicles and shit. And it'll hold tons of weight. And you can park it under there, extend the bridge out, and make a little temporary bridge and roll everything in or out of an area. Yeah, fifty fifty tons. Like the the weight of it. That's not in, that's not in this like scoff at. No. Holy hell! I can only imagine. They have a picture of the machine. It's huge as hell. So they're bringing that in to get equipment there to look deeper, huh? Yeah. The people and equipment. Okay. And okay. they're trying to piece together like the landslide and everything that exactly went on because like some of the pictures I'm seeing, it's like kind of snowy there right now. Right. You know, it's cold. Obviously, right. uh, I think the temperatures were negative one Celsius. So is that thirty? 30 Fahrenheit or 31 Fahrenheit? I don't know what the exact degree is, but it's, yeah, one Celsius degree, which I don't know what the the changeover is. 30 Fahrenheit. 30, okay. Yeah, it's just below freezing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And, I mean, it's just kind of crazy that this landslide, uh, they said there were two massive tremors. This is one person that was kind of in the thick of it. There were two massive tremors. way to put it. That lasted for a long while, and I assumed it was snowing. Or, or or it was going to be cleared, Snowing. something like that. Then sun <laughs> makes makes tremors. I don't know. It's a hell right? of snow. I don't. We don't live in a snowy place, so I can't really akin this to anything, liken this to anything. But it doesn't sound normal. If you're me. feeling something along the lines of an earthquake, mm, yeah, it's probably not that that simple. Uh, it says then. Then he said. Then the power su- suddenly went out, and a neighbor came to my door and said we needed to evacuate. So I woke up my three grandchildren and told them to get dressed quickly, and we left. Um, and they like said over a thousand people evacu- evacuated this place. They have ten people that were reported missing. They found a Dalmatian dog, like I already said. They got this fifty-ton paver thing going through it all uh, to try to continue to find some of the others. They did find a few dead bodies. I think three to four of the ten. Um, but they they're doing what they can, and I there's. No way to predict when something like this fucking happens. I can only imagine just living somewhere and out of your control. Yeah, when, when you're minding your own business. Well, it happens like in California and shit too. They, I mean, mostly they call them mudslides there because it's usually after some type of rains. But yeah, yeah, like any yeah, type yeah. of hilly area like that or mountainous area, you got to worry about that. It's if horrible. You're high enough up, you got avalanches. You're low enough down, you got landslides. I kind of feel that anxiety when I'm driving like next to a cliff. Like some of those rocks. Oh, yeah, some of those rocks look like they're a week away from. And also, like, well, falling off. that's nerve-wracking, but there's the, also the aspect of, like, uh, driving and worrying about going off the edge, and, you know, it's just a small rail, and you're like, I'm doing 100 around this curve, or I get hit, and fucking all this mass of this car goes over that edge. The fucking stupid guardrail is not saving my yeah, life. Yeah, you really question the grip on your tires yeah, right? at that point. You're like, right? who, who knows? Paper ain't saving that. Good luck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so back to you. Did you hear? Motorist witnessed fatal shooting. Apparently, suicide by cop. Pennsylvania cops say a man reported as suicidal left him no choice but to open fire during a fatal standoff witnessed by several nearby drivers. 
Okay, so like when we were talking about uh, like that one story a few weeks ago, or or might have been last week, the the police brutality is that is this what that is? This isn't not the same thing. This no. is guy, is this guy went off the handle? It sounds like this guy was having some type of an issue already, and they were called to respond to that in some way. I guess he was threatening suicide, I don't, and he had a gun. So obviously, cops are called because he could turn that gun on anyone at any time, right? Yeah. Well, so, and suicide by cop is a thing. People who don't care about their lives, they need somebody else to do it for them type of yeah. thing. You know, so well, then they do something to get the attention. That's of, kind of what they're piecing together after the fact. Uh, state troopers responded Wednesday, so this was New Year's, New Year's Eve, uh, to a call for a suicidal man on a highway overpass in Hamilton Township. This is in Pennsylvania. I don't know if you know that area. Okay. No, well, I, no, no, I don't. Okay. But, I mean, maybe I'm being biased defending it, but I'm just glad it's not like police brutality or they no. took it too far no, for no, no, no reason. It says they, when they arrived, he was holding a handgun, which they told him to put down. Uh, the police say the 19-year, so he was young, 19-year-old oh, man. man initially obeyed and placed it on the ground. Damn. But after the troopers continued talking to him, he reached for the weapon and started walking toward them. When he pointed a gun at the troopers, they shot him. He was transferred to a hospital where he died from his injuries. Man, and just a just a kid. I uh, mean, and it was all a teenager. Took place apparently on an overpass on a highway, and horrified drivers watched from the highway underneath. Ah, so that's why it was reported that like that's motorists terrible see it. Yeah, well, like, there's video do- here. I'm going to send you this story so you can share it on Facebook. But uh, it says, we're told the state troopers did not wear body cams. However, some of the vehicles have cameras. It's unclear if the incident was captured by one of those cameras. But there's definitely video here, like I said. Of him of, on the... Of, from oh, like an yeah. onlooker on the ground. The, see? Oh, you can see yeah. up onto the overpass, the interchange going on up there. It looked like he might have pulled over on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah he's and on just, yep, some type of overpass or on-ramp here. Because if you already see that kind of hubbub going on, then you, you know... Some, some people have that instinct of recording it. Yeah, this guy pulled over and was like, what's the hubbub, bub? I'm so bad about doing that, pulling out my phone and recording, like, or yeah, documenting what's going on. we forget that shit all the time. I'm yeah. horrible with yeah, that. We, we are both bad at that. Just the worst. Back uh, to you in the studio, John Hannon. Did you hear I only have one more? Um, that Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi's homes were vandalized after the $2,000 stimulus relief failed. Um, I think people are getting 600 yeah, is, is what is what the deal because they got on. all politically jammed up. I don't know. Trump fucked it up. Pelosi and McConnell fucked it up. I don't know. They all fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, I serious. Again, like I I'm not swear. even going one side or the other. This is just governmental bullshit. Well, I don't feel bad for any of them. Bureaucratic they're, bullshit. They're all dumb as no. fuck. So I guess uh, they don't McConnell's care. house is in Kentucky. I think. Does where's Pelosi's? Kentucky. Uh, Pelosi's is in San Francisco. I love that. Across the country, as far across the country as you can be almost from each other, they, they just, these things just happened organically. Seriously. People just so upset with this, found out their fucking address, and fucked their shit up. Okay, it says, uh, spray paint on Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's door in Kentucky on Saturday. It said, where's my money? Mitch, Mitch, right kill, on his front door, huh? Mitch kills the poor. Yeah, right nice. on his front door is where, yeah. where's my where, money? Where my money? And then right to the right of it is like, Mitch kills the poor. Um, fuck Mitch. <laughs> Fuck Mitch, I like that. Mitch is a bitch. If they if they didn't put that, that's a missed opportunity. It's short and sweet, you know what I'm saying? Um, I like, and on their door, um, just saying the caliber of people that are out there doing this. Not that I'm like, you know, protecting Mitch McConnell or Pelosi in any fucking way, any of those fucks. But uh, I love that on the door, again, it does show you who's who's spray, spray painting this shit. It says, where my money, but it's spelled like we're. We or yeah. we are. W-E-R-E. Yeah. But again, hey, he was saving space. He only had four panels, four letters. 
That's all I got. It's like Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, right? I only have so many characters on this door. (laughs) Where's my money? He said, where's? Where's my money? (laughs) It was his money. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, and then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in in San Francisco, hers had spray-painted graffiti, uh, a pig's head with fake blood. Oof. Wow, that's some... some, so that's Manson op- shit. That's yeah. a Manson family shit. And that's like an object. That's not just... They didn't spray paint the You pig. saw a real dead pig? Dead uh, pig's head? Well, not living pig's head. It was clearly... Su- <laughs> suppose they might have been a real pig's head, but wow. fake blood. Okay. Uh, on New Year's Day, obviously. Uh, it was reported around 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh, so they timed it right, of course. Yeah, plus I feel like these people are in session or whatever. So they're in Washington. They're not at their homes. Yeah. That's why it's easy to get on, access to do this. On the garage door of the Democratic leader's home uh, included the phrases 2K, cancel rent, and we want everything. 2K, I like that. So it's like, are they talking about the amount of money we should get or the NBA franchise? <laughs> no. Like 2K, here's my here's my gamer tag. <laughs> At fuck Mitch. EA Sports. Where's my money? <laughs> EA Sports. It's on McConnell's door. <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, but uh, people are reacting negatively to... Uh, of course they are. To the vandalism and... I, I mean, mean, I don't agree I, that that shit should happen. It's not know? the best way to go about it. Yeah, fuck those guys. Those, 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 the guys and that girl those those fucking politicians but like yeah come on guys let's They're, i don't know vote them out that's you know what i mean vote them out spread the word on getting those people out as your representatives if they're that terrible and they are that terrible it's no secret that we got uh, some pricks in our government it's not, <laughs> right breaking news it's not a foreign thing <laughs> i know now we got one so old it doesn't work <laughs> anyways uh I, yeah that was my last one i, am I out, was sir. out too but uh quickly i got a breaking news update they always come in i have them set to come in when we're recording huh, oh, oh okay what do you have uh, breaking news norway just banned all fleetwood mac landslide songs and covers Watch out, dog face guy. You're next. <laughs> Tragically, unlike Stevie Nicks, those Norwegian children will not be getting any older. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm All right. sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, if you just laugh was, it through, you son of a bitch. This was, ah, <laughs> this was uh, the first episode of the year, though, man. Yep. That's what kind of shit we're bringing you all year, guys. A uh, final cheers. Why do we suck at that? It's because they're full of beer, so they're kind of muted. No, no. Let, let's get like a clank clank. Get neck to neck. There it is. I guess that was a little better. Necking. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that we, we have a Next song. Next episode, docking. The song that we're outroing to is something that we saw on YouTube, and it only released just recently. It's uh, And her name is Emma. I forget the last name. Emma something. But it's fine. Maybe we'll share it from YouTube onto the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. There's always So that you can option. check out the video. Uh, yeah, it's a song that has an optimistic look on what what's to come maybe next year. Yeah, some of the goodbye bullshit from last year and on to the next one this year. It is seriously like, and here's to hoping for the best. Yeah. Expecting the worst. To, uh, yeah. Though. Expect the best, hope for the, expect the worst, hope for the best. I'm trying to get John on that tip. I think I'm finally getting him there. I'm breaking him down, guys. No, yeah. I want a shirt that says that now. Yes. After, after this past Join year. the dark side. But we got a lot of things to look forward to. I'm already ready for next week. I cannot wait. We cannot thank you guys enough for hanging with us. Uh, for listening as, or enjoying listening where am I at here enjoying listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit and you can laugh with us or at us it doesn't matter I'm John that is Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman and Coleman tip your optimistic outlookers next year I'll get to go out
outside Next year the world won't be on fire Next year I won't face every day with mounds of dread Next year won't feel apocalyptic Next year sure better be damn terrific Next year I'm sure I'll have the will to leave my bed Next year, next year I won't be drafted into World War III Or watching out for murder bees Next year, next year I'm sure we'll be considerate I'm sure we won't be ignorant Next year, next year it can't get any worse Next year won't feel like we were cursed Next year I won't be terrified to check the news Next year I'll get to cough the public Next year I think I'll move to London Next year we won't sing happy birthday over soon Next year Next year, I won't be drafted into World War III or watching out for murder bees. Next year, next year, I'm sure we'll be considerate. I'm sure we won't be ignorant. Next year, cause this year, this condescending, never ending, stupid mess of loneliness, these damn depressing days of guessing. It's looking up, so come on 2021, don't fear Next year, these months will feel like years ago So grab your hats, cause here we go next year